You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Courtney and Kim Take Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Courtney and Kim Take Miami After Show. Hello, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for E's Courtney and Kim Take Miami Season 1, Episode 5, and it's called Too Close for Comfort. I'm your host, Jason Eichler, and we have a special guest co-host today. Hi, I'm Carly Powell. She's filling in for Susan, Keaton, and Deanna. They're all out this week, um, but we're going to hop right into this episode. Lots of drama going on, and I think we should start with Rob's Breakdown. Oh my gosh, he hit like a Britney rock bottom. That is like a Britney rock bottom. If Britney put on 40 pounds in her rock bottom. (laughs) Oh snap. (laughs) I know. So basically, Rob was dating the pop singer Rita Ora, and they kind of explained, I didn't realize that they had been dating for a year, and since she wants to be like the sexy pop star, she couldn't, he couldn't talk about it in the public eye. And so they have this huge breakup, and Rob lets loose on Twitter and kind of just airs out all their juicy details. And you wrote down some of the tweets, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So he went a little bit cray on Twitter. Um, Somebody was having some issues, and he said, quote, she cheated on me with nearly 20 dudes (laughs) while we were together. I wonder how many she'll sleep with now that we're apart. But, I mean, 20? 20 is a lot. 20 is a lot. lot. Well, because he kind of made it seem like... Throughout the whole year, she'd cheat on him, then he'd take her back, and then she'd cheat on him, and then he'd take her back. Right. So, but that's still, I mean, in a year, 20 I guess, people. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, how many per month is that? Just yeah, but, a couple guys a month? <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> no, but I feel like most people have that many partners in their life. True. If you're very sexually active. And to be in a relationship and having that. Um, I think when this came out, Rita Hora was trending on Twitter the whole time, because that's kind of a whorish thing to do. A little bit, and she she did um, tweet back. I mean, of course. Yes. There was a Twitter war going on, and one of her tweets was Rob's D hyphen hyphen K <laughs> fill in the blanks there, was whack. I had to go get it somewhere else. Oh, snap, girl. <laughs> that's disgusting. I'm just going to say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. Um, so, Rob is doing this whole thing where he's... Um, in the middle of these tweets, his sisters are trying to get him to call it off because it's like a media frenzy, and it was literally on every website, and I said earlier, trending on Twitter. So they're trying to get him to call it off, and he's just saying, like, no, I'm doing this because I'm sad, yeah. and I don't want her, I don't want to get back together with her, so this will stop me. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, clearly, he's eating his feelings. He's very upset by this. Um, I just kind of, I want... He obviously needs a girl that he can treat really nicely. Like they were saying, he needs... Sometimes he substitutes 20 girls for one. Or I was going to say for 20 pieces of pizza. Exactly. But he... um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the right thing for him to do to share it on Twitter. 
I get they they're a reality show family, so they share everything. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel a little bad for her. Like, yes, that's a really slutty thing to do, but their relationship is private, and I don't know if he should just blast her on social media. I definitely see both sides of that. I think he was taking to Twitter just like most of us do when we're angry. I mean, you yeah. you and I know <laughs> we make some you know bad choice tweets mm-hmm. ourselves, and we end up deleting them the next day. I mean, it just happens. Yeah, I don't know. He should own it. Yeah, I mean, he did. I don't know if he... I think he deleted them and then put some new ones up, but it was very, very dramatic. Yes. So then he's also... Part of his breakdown is now he's starting to date new girls and kind of these, like, fame-hungry girls, and they're trying to get him to use Kanye. So they're, like, dating Rob, so then Kanye will be on their track, guest on their album. And I don't know, that's... Yeah, also kind of like shady. I don't like that either because Kanye's been nice enough to even appear on the show. That's not really his whole thing. So the fact that he's kind of even doing that is just a low blow, I think. Exactly. No, I totally agree agree with you. And I think that Rob just needs to, you know, find a nice girl himself. He can't be asking Kanye for all these favors. I mean, I know Rob's a little bit of a mooch. I know, he does kind of seem like a user and an abuser because he lives with Chloe and Lamar. Yes. But I, at the same time, he just can't get a relationship to work because he was with that cheetah girl back in the day and he was so nice to her. And I don't know how, I think maybe he cheated on her when that ended. So that kind of sucked. And then he's been with Rita Ora and then that ended. So maybe he's just trying to find his place. But he did end up apologizing to Kim, which was nice. And I always get goosebumps when the Kardashians apologize to each other. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> precious. It's like watching your own family members like kiss and make up. It's beautiful. Like you like when they fight, but then you're like, oh, they're back together. So then after he apologizes to Kim, he comes to Miami to promote the sock line. Yes. And back to his old robbish ways, he decides to go out and he gets motorboated by these two girls and goes <laughs> home with them. I mean, he has a little bit more to be motorboated with. I was going to say, he he could probably motorboat a girl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What did he say? He put on 40 pounds, right? Yeah. Well, because I saw the trailer last week, and I was like, I do not remember Rob being that big, because he had just gotten off Dancing with the Stars last time we saw him, and he was in a really good place, and now, what did he say? I blew all my money and (laughs) put on 40 pounds. So he's kind of just a shit show. Yeah, basically. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but if he wants a girl to comfort, I, I could be his girl. I would, I would do that. You would do that? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. could be, you could be Rob's big booty hoe. Right. You don't really have a big booty. No. But not at all. So anyway, at the end of it, um, Rob goes to dinner with Courtney and Cam and lets them know, like, hey, I'm okay. I've got this. He just doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. He thinks maybe it's something with sex or business. Mm-hmm. But I was going to see if you had any input. What do you think Rob should do? I think, you know, he should... The socks look pretty great. He's working that. Um, it's going really great. I would wear them. I would buy them for a man friend of mine. <laughs> um, I think that maybe he should switch to underwear. Get some crazy underwear in the line. I think he should just totally milk that for all it's worth I think keep going. if he does underwear, though, he's going to have to lose the weight. Because you're not going to... Imagine, like, the David Beckham ads, but with Rob Kardashian oh in Oh, my them. gosh. That <laughs> would be so the funny. worst. <laughs> like, ooh. That would be, like, a, like an ad for, let's not wear these underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're, like, what are those, like, um, spanks for men? Ooh. He could do oh, that. that's good. There you that's go. That's good. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so before we start to talk about... Scott and all of his sexual innuendos towards Chloe. I want to remind everybody to go onto iTunes and search After Buzz TV Network. Click on Courtney and Kim Take Miami After Show. 
download it give us five stars and lots of comments and if you're watching on youtube like it share it with all your friends because everything we do here is free for you so all you have to do to repay us is give us nice comments Aww. if they're mean it's kind of not nice kind of funny it's kind of funny but, if they're mean yeah i read it i read a mean one i laughed what did it say they didn't they just didn't like us they were lying anyways <laughs> um so courtney and scott Oh my gosh. So basically they're not doing it. And no. they're having a little bit of a dry spout, which I think happens with couples who have kids. I think that's pretty common. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. They're but he said, right so thing. how old is Penelope when they're filming this? Mm. I don't know. Eh, I'm, I'm oh, bad at telling yeah. kids ages. I have no they're idea. Just but little... he said he hasn't seen Courtney's downstairs nether regions since the babies came out. Oof. So that's like really a lot of... That's like not going into Hiroshima for years <laughs> after the nuke dropped. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. <laughs> so I get why he's kind of got this like pent-up sexual aggression, if that's what you want to call it. Absolutely. The the sexual harassment is where the yeah. line is being crossed because so, he's yeah. taking all of his you know, um, need for touching and he's putting it all on... Yeah. Courtney, or Chloe. Chloe. Well, so Good before point. that happens, he surprises Courtney at work and tries to kind of, like, put the moves on her. <laughs> and she's just not having any of it, which is kind of why I love Courtney, because she was, like, a bitch, but in a really good way. <laughs> like, she's just like, no, no thanks. And so then Chloe feels bad, so she's like, okay, fine, I'll hang out with you. <laughs> and so Chloe and... I, I mean, I, I really like when Chloe and Scott hang out, just because I think they have a really good dynamic. They're adorable, and I, um, I like how far they've come from where they started when they used to hate each other, and yeah. there's always a battle between them. And now, it's just the cutest thing you'd ever see every time they're together it's and like, hanging out. It's like best friends, but then it gets really awkward because he starts to sexually harass her. Um, Majorly. Really, really funny. But so, um, Chloe and Scott go out on the boat with Chapman, which their whole bromance thing is... I'm glad we're seeing that more and more because it's just really funny. But he, like, will awkwardly touch her, and then they went to ice cream, and that's when it really <laughs> escalated. So she's, like, practically deep-throating <laughs> this ice cream cone. I'm sorry, I said it. Um, there was no reason that she should have been sucking well, that's what, ice cream okay, that she way. Got, at first it started, she got a little on his lip, and he wiped it off. But she was asking for it, I think, because she was literally shoving that whole ice cream cone into her mouth. She really was. And so Scott made the comment... Wow, it must be nice to be that ice cream cone. Any man would like that or something. So. Which is, <laughs> which is funny. And I like obviously that's his sister in law. He shouldn't be sexually harassing her, but he's her brother in law. She shouldn't be deep throating an ice cream cone in no, front of him. No, 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 no. That's never well, I mean, okay. Well, it's okay if you're going to take the sexual harassment, but if you're going to be like, oh, he's being so gross to me, then don't do that to ice cream. Right, exactly. I mean, I like to watch it just because I like to see Chloe do things like that. But. So, yeah, he he was definitely getting a little too touchy-feely. And then in the club, he was, you know, touching her ponytail, giving it a little stroke. Well, and that was kind of the point where she was like, I don't want any of this. Exactly. And he, like, is touching her hair, and then he's, like, hugging her and not letting go. And it's almost <laughs> like a creepy uncle or something. Like, just get off of me. It is creepy. The creepiest of uncles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. I think I have an idea. Okay. I think that Scott should take all of this pent up, you know, emotions that he has and um, maybe direct it towards Rob because he needs some comforting. So maybe he can get a little more touchy feely and kind of oh my put that energy towards <laughs> Brotherly <comforting> love. <laughs> Don't knock it until you try it, I guess. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, 
<laughs> That'd be really funny, actually. Well, actually, they did their weird kissing thing when Rob that walked it? in. Yeah, that was that was. But cute they too. they always have like a kind of funny bromance, like they like a little bit of weird tension going on. So then, anyways, Chloe goes to Kim and is like. Scott's being so weird to me. She calls him. That's when she says, "Like he's literally sexually harassing me." (laughs) We both laughed out loud because it's it's not that bad. Like he's clearly joking. I think. Right. Oh, he makes it very clear that he's joking. I believe. I think he did cross the line a bit with his comment, and you know, touching the ponytail. I think that was the creepiest for me when they were in the club and he's touching her. It's like go find a girl to touch. Well, Well, he has a wife or not a girlfriend. I guess I'm not really married. (laughs) I don't know, but um. I don't know, though, because I think Chloe's a drama queen, which is why we love her, but I think she likes to make things a bigger deal than what they are. Like, she could have just gone to Scott and said, let's not do this, but instead she talks to Kim, and then she calls Scott out in the whole dinner, So, which is funny to watch, but you feel bad for Scott when that happens. Yeah, I do. Um, I think that they can find a way to make it work. I think he knows exactly. He was obviously called out very mm-hmm. directly about it, and... He, you know, he knew what he did. She made it very clear, and he accepted. He took responsibility for everything he did. So well, I don't think there's a problem now. Well, but it's such an awkward situation, though, just because they are family. Mm-hmm. Like, how you would... If it was more of a bigger deal, I don't know how you would even go about that. Because I think it was kind of clear that they were joking. But if he yes. was being very serious, that does put Chloe in a super awkward position. Yes, that's true, but... Also, at the same time, I don't think it needed to be brought up at dinner while they were all around each other. That was With, like, super awkward. Him there, super and the baby there. Yeah, the poor baby earmuffs. <laughs> they sh- What's going they on? They actually need to do that for that poor kid because they're very <laughs> vulgar to say things like that in front of a child. Agreed, absolutely. So we put, before we um, talk about our final topic, I want to remind everybody that Maria Menounos' new movie *Serial Buddies* is coming to theaters March eighth, and it's going to be in all the big cities: Boston, San Francisco. New York, LA. You can pre-order your tickets online right now, or if you go to um, Serial Buddies, is it just SerialBuddies.com? SerialBuddies.com. Yeah, go to SerialBuddies.com. You can see the trailer. It's hilarious. It's got tons and tons of celebrities, like all sprinkled throughout. It looks really funny. Um, so totally like Serial Buddies has like Christopher Lloyd, which is Marty, Marty, Marty. We gotta get to the time machine. We have Christopher Lloyd. We have Kathy Lee Gifford, and we have Artie Lang, who's amazing. And Kathy Lee Gifford in a movie. She hasn't done anything in a while, so this is exciting to see her. That is mean to say. H- Hoda. Well, her I mean, daughter is also in the movie. Oh, she is? Yeah, her daughter is in the movie That's as so well. That's so cool. Yeah, so I've tweeted the link a couple times, but you can just go to SerialBuddies.com and you will really like it. Just or if you stalk it. Jason on March 8th, he'll probably be going to it. And yes, I will. you'll probably follow him into the theater and have some... And I'll probably be times. with them. I'll probably yeah. be with there them. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'd love to be stalked. We'll be having some touchy-feely time in the <laughs> theater together. Aw. Um, so the other kind of less dramatic portion of this episode is almost like an episode of House Hunters, where it's like Courtney and Kim are going in between different houses, <laughs> and they, they tour the house, and they see what's right for them and what's not right for them. And basically the hotel is bad because Courtney has kids, and there's no backyard. And I mean, that does suck if you have kids. Absolutely, but I feel like I totally understand both sides. I think that Courtney is kind of milking having kids for all it's worth, and she needs to calm (laughs) down just a little bit. We understand you have kids. We understand you want the master, but Kim has an opinion, too, and she has, you know, a lot of clothes as well, and she probably wants a big closet and all of the same needs that... 
Courtney has. So I think they need to, I think everything turned out great, but this whole conflict that they had, I, I could totally see both Well, sides. yeah, when it came to the master bedroom, especially I was on Kim's side, because if Courtney and Scott were sleeping in the same bedroom, then I think maybe they deserve the master. Yeah. But they take up two separate bedrooms. So I feel like Kim has her own entity, she deserves the master. I, be- I believe you're right. Because then she's going to have, Courtney's going to get four rooms. I'm assuming that the kids aren't sharing. <laughs> so Kim gets one and Courtney gets four. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. And I mean, Kim kind of wears the pants. In, the, in, in the a family. way. Yeah. Totally. Well, she's, I don't know, she's the moneymaker. She's, I mean, they're all equally there for Dash. Mm-hmm. But I think Courtney's so there for her family that she needs to, Kim needs her space. And when Kanye comes, that would be nice for Kim to have the master bedroom. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. But Kim kind of feels, actually, before we get into that, I want to talk about, um, Kim and Kanye, because we saw them interacting with kids in this episode a little bit. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, they're going to be really, they're not going to show their kid on the show, but they're going to be really fun parents to watch. Like, um, Kim takes the kids to the Children's Museum, and then when you see Kanye talking to Mason at dinner. It's adorable. And he's just all smiles. You can tell that he is so very excited to start a life like that with Kim. Like, I think he's going to be a good dad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They both look, they look great together. It's like the perfect, perfect family. Yay and Jay can take their little babies out on play dates. Yes. I just feel sorry for any teacher that kid has ever. Because <laughs> honestly, if the kid does anything wrong, having a parent-teacher conference with Kanye has to be the most intimidating oh thing in the world. I would quit my job. So you're saying my kid did what? Yo, I'm going I'm to let you finish. <laughs> but my kid is the best kid in the world. That kid's got a lot of pressure, though. Like Kind of like Beyonce and Jay-Z's baby. Like That kid is coming into this world like destined for greatness so if he's a fuck up I kind of feel bad for yeah. him or her we're not yeah, sure yeah. yet he's really got to live up to something some yeah, of those expectations um, but yeah so anyway Kim ends up getting the house for Courtney and Scott which is like a sweet thing to do it's adorable because she sees Mason he doesn't have a backyard to play in he doesn't have anywhere to go outside so I don't know I like that I like when Kim does nice things for people because sometimes she can be a little selfish I agree with you. I think that it's very nice that you can just buy your sister a house. I know. To say, I'm sorry. It's it's the best thing in the world. It must be a great feeling. It's the best sorry gift ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Here's a house, and it's awesome. Let's live in it together. Which I think um, Kim and Kanye ended up... I don't know if this was the house that they bought together, but Kim and Kanye bought a house in Miami. I don't know if it was before or after this aired. Because yeah. it, it was kind of unclear as to whether they were purchasing or renting. Yeah, we heard lease, but yeah. lease could mean a lot of things. Either so, or. Yeah. I don't really know. But yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the episode. Um, let's get into some news and gossip. News and After gossip. Buzz TV News. You want to bring up yours first? Sure. We've got these on our cell phones. Let's, that's why there's a delay. Sorry about that. It's going to be juicy. Okay, so we've got Kim Kardashian, who is obviously pregnant, and she's packing on some assets. She already had some Uh assets, but um, they're growing in size, so she put on about 14 pounds, and she went up four cup sizes, according to Hollywood Life. So that is from a 36D to a 36 G, if you can believe that. So. Well, those Kardashian girls are super curvy anyway, obviously, yes. but I think Kim's the curviest. Yeah, she is. Um, and those tatas, I mean, I can't even imagine. 
imagine even having four cup sizes to begin with, let alone growing in four <laughs> cup sizes. It's insane. Well, plus there's a baby growing inside of her, too. Yeah, there is a baby. But we were talking a little bit earlier, too. Kim's always kind of spoken out about how she eats what she wants and exercises. And so... I don't know if she's... I think she's been doing some exercising with this baby, but it'll be interesting to see if this is like a Jessica Simpson-style pregnancy. Oh, my. Where she puts on... I don't know, kind of like what Rob just went through. <laughs> where she puts on all this weight. We love you, Rob. Um, so, yeah, I think... I don't know. I think I think she'll for sure have a quick recovery once she has the baby and get right back to her Yeah, size. she will. She'll bounce back real fast. I mean, she's pretty de- determined when it comes to her body, and that's her moneymaker. That's mm-hmm. what she's got going on. And so, Do you have anything else? Um, yeah, absolutely. So next we have Kim again. Okay, she's miserable, though, that she can't fit into little dresses anymore. So that's pretty similar, kind of the same story, but she is, you know, just really upset, particularly that she can't wear all these tight-fitted clothes. Okay. And related to this, we have um, from the Huffington Post, Kim and Kanye saying that they know the sex of the baby, but they're keeping it hush-hush, so they're not telling anyone, and we're kind of wondering what's inside of Kim. They know, and they're not telling us. This isn't fair. I think it's going to be a boy. I think a girl. Really? A girl. We'll have to, like, place bets on that. Yeah. I want it to be a girl, so... <laughs> Are we getting boring? What does that music mean? <laughs> Wrap this it up. means is it going to be a boy or a girl? Oh. You oh. Make your, make your oh. argument okay, now, okay, Jason. Okay, okay. It's going to be a boy because Kanye is going to train him to be his little rapper protege, and he's going to grow up in Mary Blue Ivy. It, it's going to be a girl because... It's, it just has to be, because Kim has to dress this girl in awesome clothes, and she needs to be bootylicious and grow up to have babies of her own and grow four cup sizes. Okay, we will find out, I guess, <laughs> once the baby is born. Um, I've got a little bit of gossip. Um, Kim and Chris Humphrey have finally got a date set for the divorce trial. It's May 6th, but kind of dramatic, because if Chris's basketball team makes it to the NBA, I don't know, what, Whatever are, they, what are they called? Finals? They won't. Oh, they won't? Okay. Okay. Good. Good they have nothing to worry about then. I don't watch basketball. <laughs> if, they, if they have the uh, divorce on May 6th, maybe they should have the wedding on May 7th. In fact, they could combine them into a huge public event and do the divorce and the wedding at the same time. Oh, that'll be the next in thing. That'll be really cool. <laughs> um, but Chris has said that if they do make it to the finals, which I guess they're not, he's going to choose the court hearing over the basketball team. Which I think just kind of proves how much of a tool Chris really is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, you're going to let your whole team down for your divorce. I know. Like, you're not married anymore. Move on. Douchebag alert. <laughs> Douchebag alert. Um, so, let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Go, 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 go. Okay, go. my prediction <laughs> is that. I mean, there looks like there's a lot of drama coming up next week. So I think there's going to be a huge battle. Everybody's going to get in a massive fight, and somebody's going to get smacked or something. Somebody's going to hit someone. Yay. That's my prediction. I think Chloe's going to attack, because she's going crazy in the next episode, and I, I love when Chloe goes crazy. So I think that's a probably good prediction. Yeah. I'm going to predict that Rob will lose weight. Oh, we can only home. I know. Why um, do we keep bringing up poor Rob? I know, poor. We love weight. you, Rob. Um, where can they find you? 
They can find me on Twitter at Carly Sucks. That's K-A-R-L-I-E-S-U-X-X. And you can find me on Twitter at Jay Eichler, J-I-K-E-L-E-R, and we will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 